This episode is brought to you by Loot Crate. Loot Crate is a monthly subscription box service for epic geek and gamer items and pop culture gear. What do you mean by pop culture so, like, gear? Like nerdy stuff, like nerdy stuff. Maybe like gun, broken, broken Gundam action figures that they send us and stuff. <laughs> what if, what, do, I don't know. What if I like Iron Man? Maybe. So like, if you really like Iron Man for less than twenty dollars a month, you can get six to eight items. That's six to eight items that include licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, unique one of a kind items, and more. I'm glad you clarified. That's neat, right? Do I have to send an item back if they send me nine? Uh, you you do actually. That's uh, you've stolen technically by the law. Yeah, that's so you don't want to steal. If you guys want to jump on this, you have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe for that month's box. Otherwise, you don't you don't get it. So, you know, hop on it. I think this one, this month is Marvel. No, not Marvel. Power. 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 Like, like, go like unleash the power, power. Like World of Warcraft. Yeah, World of Warcraft. Cool. Everyone loves World of Warcraft. It's got quadrillion, billion. Orcs. Zillion subscribers. A thousand orcs. So anyway, head to www.lootcrate.com forward slash unpitchable and enter the code unpitchable to save $3. Three whole uh, dollars. This is on any new subscriptions, just a heads up. So unpitchable, um, and that's spelled U-N-P-I-T-C-H-A-B-L-E. Save three whole dollars Tim just, on us. Tim just won a spelling bee. He won $3 in that spelling bee. Welcome to Unpitchable Podcast. This is a podcast about making up fake movies with your dumb idiot friends. I'm Tim, and I'm with these idiots. I'm Nick. And I'm David. And they're the idiots. We're, that's we're that's the, what this is oh, about. Oh, we are. Okay. We're the idiots. Yeah, well, we, well, collectively, collectively. we're idiots. So if it makes you feel better, Collectively, all we all make one idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would be a mecha mecha well, idiot, yeah, if it's, anything. It's gotta be special. Yeah. <laughs> So what have you guys been up to, David? Oh, man. Uh, I kind of don't want to admit this to you, but it's been a couple of weeks now that I've been on this kick of playing um, a game on my phone called Clash Royale. Um, oh, no. It sounds really good, do, David. Do you guys you know about, about those microtransactions? <laughs> yeah, do you guys know what Clash Royale is? Is it like Clash of Clans? It's, it, uses, it is made by Clash of Clans, and there are obviously the same characters in it, but it's like a tower defense game, except against live opponents so it's not you're not building buildings like clash of clans and waiting thirty-seven thousand hours for that to be built um you have like a card deck and those cards are your units and you're trying to destroy the other players crown towers it's actually really fun um the only the only big thing is like you can only win four crown you can only win four chests a day so and they're all on timers. So depending on what the chest is that you want, if it's a silver chest, it takes three hours. If it's a gold chest, it takes eight hours. And then there's a giant chest that's twelve hours and a magical chest that's like I don't mm. remember. Hey, <clears throat> can I pay to win? I you kind of can, but you kind of can't. Like you could spend money on gems and then convert those gems into coins to level up your cards. But huh. I mean, it's still really. Where I'm at right now, it still comes down a lot to strategy. Uh, and just okay, having the so right it's a little deck, more... it's pretty balanced from what I understand until you get like level like 10 or 12 or something probably. Because like, so you're, you level your cards up, but then your crown, like you yourself, you level up and that controls the health of your towers and the damage they output. So each level you get more health on your towers. 
so that's kind of how they control like who you're matched up against is your level and then the arena that you're in because you win trophies for every match you win and so many trophies caps like the different arenas you can battle in so you can i mean like the other day i was just losing all the time so i just sat i just played a bunch of matches and just lost them all so i could get in a lower arena for a little while so I mean, you can do that, and then kind of yeah. But I still like lost a couple of matches to some lower level people. I think so. that's, I think that's called going fetal. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, that's a technique that I'm very familiar with. It's more fun than I thought it would be when I downloaded it. Uh, I've, I've been sticking with it pretty pretty much, but that's kind of all I've been up to, honestly. Yeah, if my phone had enough space, I would download that. But I I looked at it the other day, and I was like, oh man. I Heard such good things about this, and David's ranting and raving, <laughs> like literally ranting and raving. Yeah, with the glow sticks. Oh yeah, sometimes I want to throw my phone. Uh, you can <laughs> send little emojis while you're battling other people. Um, they're very specific. They're only like four, and they're all like your king's face doing different things. And a lot hmm. of people will like that just are running the train on you. Will send the tears emoji. As they're just destroying you, it is the most frustrating thing ever because you can't stop it. Oh, them. that's cold. <laughs> it's really funny. That's cold, dude. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you've been sucked in. Yeah, I have. To consumerism in its <laughs> finest form. What about you? What, so, what, Nick. Yeah, Nick, what have you been doing? So, I just got back from the mountains with my wife, Mindy. Uh-huh. Um, so, we took like a vacation just to get away for the weekend. But while we were up there... I don't have cable at home, so I don't get to see all the new shows. I don't even know if there's a new show. But anyway, I got addicted to this show called Alone. And it's like it's like Survivor. But what they do is they take like normal survivalists and put them in Vancouver, Canada. And they separate them from each other. And while they're mm-hmm. separated from each other, it's kind of like Survivor. Like whoever can live the longest survives. Or whoever can outlast the others live the longest this show sounds so much better than it probably is Uh, i'm not doing it any justice i thought i thought you were gonna say that uh you you didn't have cable so you'd never seen (laughs) when you started that conversation i was like that's a that's a lie so anyway like it's kind of it really is an interesting show because they they go out into the wilderness with like a handful of items and they have to survive and it's there's no drama with people because they're all by themselves. And so they're trained to like film themselves and how to film themselves. And most of the people on the show actually tap out or quit when they see bears and cougars. And But one of the funny things... Well, is, yeah, that's just good sense. Well, I agree. <laughs> but it's like... It, I So I did this thing when I was a kid called Drop Camp. I did it a couple of times. And I'm not by any means a survivalist. But it's like kind of funny because one of the things I realized you and I both like, Tim, is prepping. Um, mostly yeah. like just from a fascinating, like I literally by no means have anything in my house really prepped. Um, yeah, but I just want to have like a clean water yeah, source. Exactly. And that's, that's how I not am. so bad. And so like, you know? I like, I kind of like survivalist stuff because it's really interesting to me. And I, I, man, I feel like I'm going to sound like a can, consp- I really do believe that at some point I'm going to need this. Well, mainly because you're going to make David mad and then you're going to have to go on the run. <laughs> so anyway, one of the things that they do, and I've done drop camp, and what drop camp is is they take you in a helicopter and they drop you off in the mountains with, like, and you can take whatever you want at drop camp. But So me and my dad did drop camp, and what happens is, like, you survive out in the woods with, like, nothing. Um, and so we hunted our own food and, like, we lived off the land, but there was two of us, so it was a lot easier. 
and when you're done, you just flip the radio receiver and the helicopter comes back to you. And it's really cool. So these guys, like, they kind of do the same thing, but it's way worse. They only have a handful of items. But when we did drop camp, they kind of taught us on how to, like, stay away from bears and, like, how to let bears know you're around. And, like, you're supposed to get as big as you can far enough away from the bear. Like, stretch your arms out and, like, puff your chest out and clap your hands and yell, hey, hey, hey. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, you bear. Yeah, and so, but on this you show. Bear, I see you over Yeah, there. exactly. <laughs> I see you. And so on this show, hey. it's really funny because, like, <sighs> most of the clips on the show are just people walking around. Hey, bear. Hey, bear. Hey. Hey, bear. Hey, hey, bear. <laughs> and so I've been just roaming around the house yelling that all week. And my wife hates me. So Just to be safe, though. I mean, you do have a tree in your backyard, so you never know. <laughs> it's forest-ish. Yeah, I mean, forest-esque. Yeah. Hills, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, now everyone knows where Nick lives. Very, very little Googling, and they can find and kill Go Nick. Go ahead and edit well, that good. out. So we have to edit the part out where Nick, where you said, yeah. Hills. Yep. Where Nick lives. And the part where Tim just said, meow. <laughs> and then where you just said We have to edit it. all this out. We have to edit it all out. We have to start over. All right. How about we just link to the map <laughs> on Google of where you yeah. live since we accidentally... Just uh, cover it up with a meow when you edit it. So that way no one knows where you live. Yeah. <laughs> meow right? hills. So that's really kind of what I've been up to. Tim, what have you been up to? So I, uh, I watched The Good Dinosaur with my wife. Uh-huh. And that's basically like Pixar's The Revenant. It's absolutely terrifying. Really? I don't. It's like so. It's a children's movie, right? Uh-huh. And this, I'm just gonna spoil this movie. So if you actually wanted to watch it, I'm sorry. You need to go ahead and skip like you know three minutes ahead. Basically, the one dinosaur is trying to make his mark with his tribe of other dinosaurs. They're kind of like humans because the asteroid didn't hit Earth, so they evolved. Okay. More. Wait, is this kinda the Land Before premise? Time? Are you sure you weren't watching the Land Before Time? No, I am a connoisseur of the land before time. There was no Petrie. There was no Sarah. There was no biter biter tops. I, I don't know. But you know, you, chomper. Yeah. But go so on. So this is the good dinosaur chomper. Yes, this is a good dinosaur that I watched. Basically, he goes off with his dad, and his dad dies, and that's pretty terrifying. And then he gets okay. lost in the woods shortly after that because he falls in the river. Just dad warned yeah. him about, but he doesn't listen. And then he gets a concussion. And then he wakes up, and he gets attacked by pterodactyls, and then he runs away, and he makes friends, but they're T-Rexes, and they want to eat him. And the one T-Rex talks about drowning an alligator in its own blood. That sounds like a joke <laughs> that I made up, but that actually happens what? in the movie. I'm not joking. This is... I'm, <laughs> no, it happens. I'm dead nope. serious. Google it. This is not a joke. Nope. I, I'm, no, I'm not saying no, <laughs> that it didn't happen. I'm saying no, that I'm not watching oh, no. so he I'm talks about it. He talks about drowning an alligator in his own blood in this children's movie and then there's more fighting of pterodactyls and some killing i think i'm not really sure and then at some point i just gave up on the movie because about halfway in he's just getting tortured this whole film this is a terrible movie anyway i wouldn't recommend it and the other thing i was thinking about this week that i wanted to pitch to you guys to see what you thought was i I have a tattoo idea oh man i don't i mean you probably you might have heard this before i've had this idea for a while now I really just need to be enabled. So if you guys wouldn't mind just agreeing with the idea. So what if I went to the tattoo parlor already, man, um, (laughs) I went into the tattoo parlor and I was like, Hey, can you draw tiny little hands on my palms and then black out the Uh rest of my hand? So at night it looks like I have (laughs) tiny hands. 
Is that a bad tattoo idea? It's not a good tattoo idea. <laughs> well, I heard tattoos so, on your me, hands wear away over time, so it wouldn't be permanent. So why don't we um, talk about how instead of just tattooing small, tiny hands onto your actual hands, could you just get him to inject glow-in-the-dark pigmentation into the shape of tiny hands so all day you're just like charging those puppies up <laughs> tim why you why night? you why you hold your hands out just worshiping yeah just getting some worship time in you know <laughs> yeah tim just, why are you worshiping the sun i have to just doing? lift my hands so i can worship and this is me doing that and then at night they're like ah oh, you got us you were just trying to play tiny hand trick on us tiny that's what they'll call it. call it that's what they'll call it uh-huh yeah Anyway, that that's all, that's all I got. you got. That's all I that's, got. Don't don't go don't get that tattoo. I'm I, well, as your lawyer, <laughs> I already have that. You no, know, we've had enough legal trouble lately. I think we're done with lawyers. Oh yeah, no, yeah, you're absolutely right. They're overrated. So, do you guys want to jump into movies? Yeah. No, I would like to talk about movies. Uh, okay, do you want to talk about the good dinosaur again? Because that's <laughs> well, when you started hey, you off, know what? I do have another movie I saw recently. If you guys want to talk oh, about that, oh man, so do I. Oh my gosh, I saw the visit this week. It's not bad. It was yeah, the new I, M Night Shyamalan movie. It. It's actually kind of good. I don't know how to explain it without spoiling anything, but basically the premise is these two kids have never met their grandparents. They get on a train oh, to go meet their grandparents, and that's the this story. Is- I did see previews for this, and I have to tell you that this. I'm first. Let me apologize for interrupting because that was rude. You're Second, that preview terrified me. Just so you guys really? know, and I don't really have a big issue with scary movies, but I always have this weird thing. There's something scary about like going to visit my grandparents about old people, and then they're you not hate old them. people. Yeah. You're an old people old racist. People Please don't put that. Yeah, in you're an old people. Don't racist. put that on me, Ricky. You're Barry. an ageist. You're an ageist. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so this movie is actually kind of good. It's it's so it's uh, a return to form for him. It's been like twelve years before since he made a good movie. Uh, you know, he yeah. had the Airbender movie that was not great, and he had the Happening, which was like a train wreck directly into a trash mm-hmm. dump. So this this movie I was very skeptical in watching, but actually would, I, I kind of enjoyed it. You know, it's, P- so, uh, it's definitely PG thirteen. The disc said R, which was weird, but it didn't have anything to make it R. I don't know. Anyway. You don't have to tell me the ending, but I'm going to guess, and right, you don't even have to tell me if I'm right or wrong. Are his grandparents just giant bugs? Uh, his grandparents are the bugs from Men in Black. That's correct. Okay. Yep. All right. That's what I thought. That's, not, right. that's not at all correct. You're not <laughs> anywhere near correct. It's good, though. I, I was The twist was like, we figured it out before the end, but it was still like, oh, that's actually a really cool So idea. before we roll into our movies, I do. you did remind me by talking about your good movie and bad movie that I also watched a horrible movie all right um netflix put up the first two mummy movies those uh, are brenda fraser those are fantastic i love those movies and watching the first one the second one gets a little rough but it's still fun um you know they're remaking them with tom cruise right i know and i don't know how i feel about that but the first one with brenda fraser that is like one of my favorite movies ever i and i watched it um like last weekend and it, it holds up like even the like cgi isn't terrible looking uh hmm. it's just it's a great movie it's real fun uh but that got me thinking that i never ever ever watched the third one that they made like 10 years after the first one for good reason and so i was like i'm gonna watch there it there was a spinoff too with the rock right the scorpion no, King. well yeah there was the scorpion King. i never watched that one that one had to be trash um <laughs> oh, it most definitely was <laughs> but uh 
I watched uh, the third Mummy, the Tomb of the Dragon Emperor, with with Brendan Fraser and Jet Li, and man, oh man, I I can't, man, I can't even put words to it. It was the worst. It was like everyone was like, I'm just here for the money. <laughs> and remember that one time when we made funny money mummy movies, please give me a good line. Oh, please. No, no good lines. Here's a was bad it line. Just Brendan Fraser's George of the oh, Jungle. It was, it would have been better if it was that it was like Brendan Fraser was not even there. He was just, he was physically there, but not mentally. George of the Jungle's funny. It was so sad. Cause he eats coffee. It's my favorite scene. I just wanted to let you guys know something. Just like well, a little we're fact talk about, about me. good Brendan Fraser movies. I just like to bring up Blast from the Past, and that's it. Okay, <laughs> that's a great movie. That is a good movie. All right, let's do movies. No one yeah. cares what we think. They don't. Right, who wants to go first? I think Nick wants to go first. Are you sure that you want me to go first? I'm positive that I want you to okay. go first. So I just want to say real quick. First, I, I always say I just want to say before all my movies. So I just want to say that I'm sorry for saying. <laughs> Hey, 15, 16 episodes long running. But I do just want to say that I've really thought this movie through, and I'm really sorry for what I'm about to lay on you guys. So, my movie is Snooky of the Year. Nope. Okay, well. um, And so, I have a couple of different directions this can (laughs) go. Um, We could do the normal Nick mashup, where I just put two movies together, and um, it's really the same movie as it's always been, just with a different actor. I like that idea. we could just take it a whole brand new route and it could be a whole different thing. But ultimately, all that matters to me is that Snooki plays baseball. What if Snooki played basketball? That would be like Mike. <laughs> like Space Mike. Jam 2, Snooki of like the Year. Like Snooki. Oh, weird. So, okay. So, you've got Snooki of the Year, a baseball movie, right? Uh-huh. That's not Angels in the Outfield. That's the other one. No, right? Ricky. Oh, so like to recap, Rookie of the Year, <laughs> oh, yeah. somebody breaks their arm and they have superhuman senses and in, in order to throw f- amazing fast. Yeah, but then people move their uh-huh. arms like they're angels, right? <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> Just want to make sure he broke his arm and got supernatural angel powers. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Correct. That's it. Just want to make sure I understood this movie. It's all running together. My whole childhood is just one long, like, eighties montage. It's all right, man. Tony Dance is there for you. So let me set this movie up for you then, okay? So let's say, like, Snooki's married and she has a kid. And, like, so she's trying to, she, you know, she's trying to stay relevant because, you know, with the Kardashians around, you know, Wow and all of those people from Jersey Shore aren't relevant anymore. Right. And so Snooki decides that she's going to start a tanning salon. And, like, in that tanning salon, she ends up getting shocked by one of the tanning beds. Okay. And okay. Because of that, she is really can... good at being tanned. <laughs> hey, so I'm gonna. I just. I just realized something when you were doing that, and I'm sorry to interrupt your your flow here, but I thought Snooki was on the Kardashians for some reason. I figured she was a Kardashian sister. Is that I wrong? I mean, because they all look alike. I'm so confused. So wait, she is or isn't on the Kardashians? She's not. No, she is not a Kardashian. Snooki Kardashian. The Kardashians live on the West Coast. Snooki lives on the East Coast. Okay. And therefore making it impossible <laughs> for them, for to, them be to be related. <laughs> <laughs> if the Kardashians don't touch home base every three hours, they will die. <laughs> so anyway, she gets these superpowers in which she can... Uh, she, somebody she help me out here, I'm lost. <laughs> make others tan like she is? 
Yes. So she gets shocked uh-huh. by a tanning bed. Well, so okay, she needs to get shocked by doing something dumb. She can just instantly cook anything by touching it. <laughs> I so like so I'm still stuck on. So she's she's definitely drinking like a mojito in that tanning bed, and that's how she gets shocked, right? She doesn't yes. understand liquid physics, and she like lays down with the cup and tries to drink it like she would if she was standing up, right? Okay, sure. cool. So that I, I had to get that out of the way. That's important canon to the story. So she gets shot, and she has fire powers, and she can cook people alive. Is that what you're saying? That's kind of what I'm saying. But I don't really know if it's fire powers as much as it is just she just. It's like instant microwave powers. Like she just touches it, and it would be the same thing as if you just microwaved yourself. So she's got like microwave Midas. So is she gonna be like instead of being like a baseball player, is she gonna be a professional chef, like on Chopped and stuff? Yes. Okay. And then when she loses immediately because she doesn't know how to cook, she burns the guy with the glasses. <laughs> Wait, she yeah, she I mean she has she's the villain. I don't, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. She's always the she's villain. She's the villain. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think that she she starts in a she enters a Top Chef uh, Iron Chef challenge. Um, not Iron Chef. You can't be an Iron Chef without being a Top Chef. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's how that works. But Probably it right. Yeah, and I mean instantly it's like hey. You didn't do anything but poke your food for 10 minutes, and now your food looks cooked. You're disqualified. <laughs> this, this steak is cooked really, really, really microwavy. <laughs> <laughs> Frigid air is somehow seared into the, the top of this steak. Yeah, I don't what know did what you, you do? Did. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, she loses it, and I think that she, uh, you know, she tries to be a good sport about it, and she shakes. Uh, what's that dude's name? The British dude that yells and curses a lot. What is this? Uh, Gordon Ramsay? Gordon Ramsay. She shakes. Gordon I was going to say Dave Ramsay. Dave yeah, Ramsay. Well. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Both. How about Dave she takes up both Ramsays in one fell swoop? <laughs> I hate finances be... and I hate cooking, and she kills them both. <laughs> <laughs> she cooks the books. I'm sorry. Oh man. Uh, okay. Well, this movie's over. I guess. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I think that she shakes her hand and she just cooks them from the inside out, and then everybody runs away because Snooky's terrifying. Man, I really mm. thought this movie had more potential. <laughs> this is good. No, <laughs> so she's Snooky of the year. How does that play in? That needs to play in. The problem is Snooky means nothing and kind of is nothing. So uh-huh. you can't be a Snooky. Wait, she, she's the nothing. What of the if year? she? Beca- what if? What if people became Snookies? Because Snooki Snooki doesn't would, mean anything, right? So what if she could turn other people into okay. Snooki? Oh my yeah. gosh! So this is take it. Okay, so now it's a horror movie. Yeah, well, yeah, that's a given. Either it was, way, it's probably always a horror. It movie. It was definitely <laughs> always. A so Snooki of the Year is going to be more like the Year of the Dragon. I don't so. know what that is. Got so it. yes, I will agree with you to sound smart. Um, <laughs> so, so does she t- does does she turn people into Snooki by touching them? Yeah, I think that's. I think that's how. I think it works. still. Yeah, that that element still has to stick. Yeah, I mean, what if she turns people into Snooky? Want to be touched by Snooky, right? No, so. no one, no one does. That's why. It's, that's like why hugs. it's such a play. Not plague, even in a weird bro. way. That's why it's a play. No, what if she pitches fastballs at people and it turns them into Snooky? <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm I'm gonna go with that for okay. sure. I like so that. she's like, so she has to get really good at, at baseball. No, she's just naturally. She's always been good at baseball. <laughs> Who plays Snooky? <laughs> oh, I thought we were no, done with Snooki's this. Snooky's not a good actor, actress, actor, actress. Ooh, I don't know what the yeah, They're is. not gonna give that to her. Uh, yeah. Roseanne. <laughs> Roseanne plays Snooky. She's gonna get real tanned uh-huh. up. 
Probably through some sort of surgery. Because uh-huh. I don't think Roseanne has it in her. She'd die if she got that yeah. <laughs> Is Roseanne still alive? Yes. I mean, okay, we're just gonna say she's alive for the sake of this. I think she's still alive. Yeah. So I have this little, I have this flower in this, uh, in this glass case, and if uh, she dies, the flower dies. So I know Roseanne's alive. <laughs> Don't worry, I got my finger on the pulse, almost literally. Uh-huh. So I'm willing to do thirty second pitch. So thirty second pitch, man, I really forced this movie out. Now I'm, I think I'm done with it. So Snooky gets superpowers by going into a a tanning bed where she can play baseball really well. But then she also understands her powers that if she hits anybody with a baseball, they turn into Snooky. That spells the end of the world. I mean, that makes sense. That's That's the end end of the world. world. Everybody becomes Snooky. And no one can stand themselves, and everyone dies. Yeah, it's kind of got like some like, George Romero like social commentary undertones in that we find out we're all Snookies. Wait, so reality TV actually becomes reality? Yeah. Oh man, only the pure of heart can't get turned into Snooky. So there's like survivors <laughs> like this is apocalypse. Yeah. Just there's just babies. This is like children of men, but instead no one wants to have babies because everyone is Snooky. Because they might be a Snooky. They might turn into Snooky. <laughs> <laughs> So, that's really bad. Up next, David's movie. Alright, so I'm next. So, alright, my movie. Who? I don't think you're ready for this. I'm not ready for this. Do you guys remember the movie Big Mama's House? Who doesn't remember I that do. movie, David? Come on. A lot of that people That movie probably. changed my life. Hopefully an entire generation that doesn't have to experience it, that movie anymore. That was the Mrs. Doubtfire of my generation. <laughs> it rekindled my faith. <laughs> I'm about to rekindle it some more. Throw some more wood <laughs> on that fire. Here we go. Big Mama's House for the funeral. Okay. Um, <laughs> so if you remember, I honestly, uh, confession time, I've never seen a Big Mama's House. But for okay. some reason, Martin Lawrence feels like he has to dress up like a... Uh, elderly black lady to be undercover for some reason yeah so let me yeah that's basically the storyline is he goes in to be undercover he dresses up like somebody's mom or something i'm not really sure yeah, it does it takes some leaps that grandmother yeah and basically has to get close to a family for some fbi something or other yeah yeah i okay. saw it a long time ago on tv so there was a second one and then I even think there was a third one where they tried to, like, hand over the reins to someone else. Hey, let me just read this to you. To protect uh, to the, the, the script for this list, uh, Big Mama's House, to protect a beautiful woman and her son from a robber, a male FBI agent disguised as a large grandmother mm-hmm. goes <laughs> undercover mm-hmm. to protect Hey, can you say them. large grandmother again? <laughs> large There's something about that phrase that just makes me so happy on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. i'm sorry go on no you're good we needed that okay so yeah you just heard that's kind of the plot of the first movie mm-hmm. so um second movie i assume that that robert sits out of jail it's the and same coming back it's the again. same movie yeah. the fbi agent reprises his disguise <laughs> as a corpulent old lady corpulent. Uh, oh my gosh a large grandmother <laughs> <laughs> a corpulent old lady and takes a job as a nanny in a uh, crime suspect's house. Okay. What? So it's just okay. Mrs. Doubtfire with crime. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Would you like to hear what the yeah, third go one ahead. is? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're here. Malcolm Turner, which is Martin Lawrence, and his stepson, Trent, go undercover at an all-girls school to flush out a killer. Oh, oh man, that sounds like that the That sounds really gosh. good and stupid. Oh, man. <laughs> 
This sounds so bad. Stop you it. know there Let's are like women cops, right? Like they couldn't send a woman cop there? Yeah, but there aren't women cops that could easily pass off a corpulent old lady. <laughs> we need if they, we need the actual lady. Martin yeah. Lawrence to go do this. What's his name? Malcolm Turner? Yes. Malcolm Turner. That sounds Mal- like a Malcolm so Gladwell. Get Turner. to the funeral part of this. I want to hear. Yeah, all right. So I think in this one, I mean, you know, grandmothers get old and they die. And uh, Martin Lawrence is just kind of committed to it. He's just gone dark. All right. Like, so he like, hasn't hey, responded man, come out. to the FBI. Yeah, you can come out from undercover now. We're, we're good. But he's just, he's too deep in the and role. He just says, Who's Malcolm? They're like, Malcolm, we yeah. need you. And he's like, Who's Malcolm? Malcolm? <laughs> Who? I don't remember. I don't Malcolm. <laughs> So I have direction. Chicken. <laughs> what, if, what if Malcolm That's what Turner? What if Malcolm Turner decides to assume the role as Big Mama full time and fakes his own death so that he can take on the full time identity as Big Mama because that's what he that's what he what identifies. If, what if I like this? Just, wait, wait, I like this. I like okay. this because because we can get classic classic gags. Of Martin Lawrence having to play both the body in the coffin and Big Mama attending the funeral. Yeah, I, oh, I yeah. like this, but the, the only problem with that is he can't really go rogue. I mean, he could technically, but I, I was hoping we'd go for like the psychological. Like he's been in the fat suit so long, he doesn't know anything but the fat suit. It just <laughs> so like it's grafted to <laughs> him. The, the funeral is supposed to be his getting out of his cover. Like the FBI set it up. Like right, two years right. from now, we're going to get you out of your out of your cover. You just have right. to stick with it. And we need you here at this time. We need just, you here you at show this up time at this funeral parlor at this day yeah, and this time. We need you here to fake this death. You can have a heart attack. <laughs> and he doesn't do it. They're like, well, you didn't show up, Malcolm. Where were you? And so we, we had a bucket of fried chicken to pour all over your body. So it was obvious <laughs> that you had a heart attack. <laughs> you died. You died in a jacks, unfortunately. There was a, there was a pool of butter just waiting for you to die in. <laughs> he drowned in butter. That's, the, that's what their cover was. <laughs> <laughs> he fell into a nacho cheese vat. Oh no! And that was the end of him. <laughs> I really like this idea. So, so anyway, that's the, that was their whole thing. But he doesn't show, and so they're like, "Oh, you, you've got to show. Like, you, you're supposed to die so that you can come out of cover." And he's like, "I'm never coming back." And so, what if either it's psychological, or he knows there's corruption in the FBI, mm-hmm. and he the only way he can um dis- to beat them is inside the suit, right? Okay. So, like, right. they're shooting at him, and it's absorbing uh, bullets. Because it's a fat suit. Sure. Yeah, and so he it's knows that, like, suit. this is the best it's, armor it's a, ever. It's a Kevlar fat suit. Yes. Like. It's an iron iron fat suit. An Iron it's Man an iron fat, fat suit. suit. <laughs> oh, he's just been upgrading it in wait, his garage wait, yeah. this whole time. Did we just... Yes. <laughs> he's so been in the garage just, just like doing metal work on his fat suit. Him, him and Exhibit have just been working real hard on his fat suit. <laughs> I like the idea that um, Exhibit is his engineer, and Exhibit is doing all the oh, things yeah. Robert Downey Jr. did in Iron Man. Exhibit is oh, his Jarvis. Oh my gosh! Yes, perfect. <laughs> no, and it's on. just does he Jarvis. Have, does he have multiple suits, or does he just have one suit well, that he keeps I like, working? I like to on. think he has a legacy suit, like the first one. So yeah, okay, we could go with that. I was gonna say maybe maybe he has multiple suits, but they're all like. They're no, all within man. the one suit. Like <laughs> once, like a, a layer of the fat gets blown off to reveal another. Yeah. Suit. So what I was gonna say is like he's got this suit on, right? And they, they're, they're. Uh, he, he turns to exhibit. He's like, "I need you to seal me in." And exhibit's like, "What? What are you talking about? Seal me in." 
And so he can never leave the fat suit because he thinks this is a suicide mission. <laughs> it's a soldered shut. He's just like, I'm going to weld this metal, this like obvious metal door over the back of this fat suit that is like five times the size it was when you started because we've been building other fat suits on top of it. So you can never escape Martin Lawrence, who is also Martin Lawrence now, apparently, not Malcolm Turner. <laughs> And so he That's goes, okay. like and he it. has to take uh-huh. down uh, Manitowoc County, right? <laughs> That's that really what this is all about. This is getting Stephen Avery and Brenda Daffy Spotless out of jail by Stephen any Avery. means necessary. <laughs> I'm on board for this 100%. I can, just, can you imagine, I, though, like, they, they get the SWAT team out. They're like, he's unstoppable. He's like the juggernaut. And he's just, like, running through the police station. <laughs> Right, <laughs> running slash waddling. Well, yes. rolls I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay with all of this as long as Exhibit keeps saying "Yo, dog, we pimped you right." Well, he says it, <laughs> but dog. then like, but then like Martin Lawrence gets stuck in a bind. He's like, "Oh, they got me trapped with these chains." He's like, "Yo, I pimped your ride." Flip that switch, and then like five TVs come out, and that doesn't help him at all, <laughs> but it makes him feel better. <laughs> uh. <laughs> we put a TV in your fat suit so that you could watch it while you get captured by the police. I put an aquarium in your purse so you can feed your fishes while you stop the law. Bring your fish to prison with you. Yes. See that? No. So like, yeah. So exhibit. He keeps calling. He's like, exhibit. I need some help. He's like, don't worry. I'm hacking in. And then he hacks in like machine guns into this fat suit. He's like, why didn't you just enable those in the first place? <laughs> You know, because uh, everyone will miss all the awesome TVs I put in there. Yeah. I just want you. I just wanted your respect. <laughs> I'm not all about machine guns. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I think that is. I like this. I, this is I like pretty this. good. I, this has turned into such a better movie than Snooky of the Year. Well, well, can't all be winners. Man. It started worse though. <laughs> it did. It was pretty rough. I like. I, it so was, it had this wins. It, it had no potential. What? So we need to finish if this. This was if this was a sporting event for kids, this would be most improved player. Yeah. So we need to finish this movie, all right? So he goes in. Okay. He's trying to right the wrongs of Manitowoc County, and then all right. He so he does right. Right. And then at the end, it's like he gets out of the fat suit. They like they they find out that he's you know not gone rogue. Like you were just mm-hmm. undercover. Still, you were undercover while you were undercover, which is even more impressive. Right. And he gets out of the suit, and you see you see him like lo- look longingly at the suit one last time, and he walks away. But you kind of know there's going to be a sequel where he gets back in that fat suit. You know, maybe Thor is there. I don't know. <laughs> Anything can happen. I heard he's not going to be in the new movie, so why not in Big Mama's House Four? <laughs> Big Mama's going to be in Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> I need your help, Big Mama. Turns out that the Viking apocalypse is just a giant fat suit monster. <laughs> I need, you. Just, that's all it I is. need Big Mama to f- protect us. Valhalla needs you. Uh, that's real stupid. All right, 30 second pitch. Is Valhalla some sort of buffet? I'll be there. <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. 30 second pitch. Um, Martin Lawrence seemingly goes rogue, deep undercover. And sticks around in the fat suit, but it turns out that uh, he's really just trying to bring down Manitowoc County. And all these years that he's been pretending to be Big Mama, he and Exhibit have been holed up in the garage, upgrading this fat suit. They The time finally comes, and he's like, Exhibit, seal me in, dog. <laughs> and he goes, and he, he, he takes him down, frees Stephen Avery and Brendan, 
and then uh, they sail off into the sunset. Turns out he could get out of that suit at the end. They figure out a way to get him out, and and he he leaves the suit behind for what we think is the last time, but probably not. And then Thor, obviously. Okay, done. And yeah. scene. All right, hang on. And so after <laughs> after that movie, I feel real sad about my movie. <laughs> I don't know, man. All right, it can't be much worse. Maybe. So, all right. I I know you guys have all seen this movie. It's basically a child's dream when you were younger. I don't, have you guys seen Blank Check? Oh, the fat buddy, suits and the sumo wrestling. Uh, so I Ooh, brought a fat suits on tonight. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Yeah, doesn't yeah. he? It, he does. Uh, uh, he does the whole thing through a Macintosh, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. that's, yeah, that's that I movie. So I'm what sorry. if? Uh, what if I told you I have Blank Check Two? How do I get money out of this paper thing? <laughs> So if you guys need some direction, I've got a little bit. Well, go, go ahead. For it. Give so us I don't a remember the kid's name, so I'm going to call him Johnny Johnny Macintosh. Maybe he okay. goes into that. So he eventually makes millions and millions of dollars. He's in, you know industrious. You saw him as a kid. He's very smart, and he's driving around in his like I don't know what's a rich person car. I, I can only think of El Camino. A Bentley. Driving a Bentley, and he he hits a kid on a hoverboard, right? Right. And so he gets out and he writes a check <laughs> for this kid. <laughs> and the kids the whole movie is like the kid like going to the mountains or something to seek help from the elders in order to figure out how to <laughs> how to cash this check that's blank <laughs> he googles it and there's zero youtube videos mount wells fargo mount wells fargo <laughs> that's a good idea david i like this i like, that. I like this so i figure it's just like this kid's whole adventure to try to cash this check so it's a little bit like blank check one Except there's no no money because he can't. In today's time, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, this is a J.J. Abrams yes. reboot that's also a sequel. Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Sure. So, um, so who's who's playing the kid? Uh, Shia LaBeouf. The new kid. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. right. <laughs> no, wait. Even Steven Shia LaBeouf or Shia LaBeouf now? Yes, the combination of the two. Okay. <laughs> you know who plays I'm the uh, adult? Blank check kid for the first movie? David Spade? Beans. Beans. He needs to work. <laughs> When's the last time we cast him in a movie? It's been a couple episodes. It's been a while. It's been at least 12 yeah, episodes. Yeah, he needs the work. We're going to hook Beans up. I He's wish I knew his actual Jones name. in for a hit or something. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> terrible. He that sweet, sweet money. He does. We're literally paying him $10 to be in this film. He jumped at the chance to film for six months for $10 because Beans doesn't make very good business deals. That's why he's where he's, that's why his name is Beans. That's, yeah, that's why his name was Beans in this show. He should have known better. So, we did. I, I did just realize so there's something wrong with my movie plot. If you hit a person on a hoverboard, it would most definitely explode. So, <laughs> maybe, maybe, Maybe this movie's about little Johnny McIntosh growing up and hitting a hoverboard and it blows up his bed. Learn, learning life's hard lessons. Learning, learning hard lessons. <laughs> Just because you had a blank check when you were a kid doesn't mean you can drive like a lunatic. Yeah. <laughs> you just... That, see, that movie just got sad because he blew up what Shia if, LaBeouf. What if, it, what if he writes the kid the blank check and the kid's like, nah, dog, I'm going to need more than that. Let me get the keys to your car. He's learning the hardest lesson. The hardest lesson. So what if instead of giving the kid a blank check, he asked the kid for a, like, that's his thing is he asked the kid for a blank check because he hit the kid. Because he doesn't like, understand. What if he's just so, yeah, what if like he just assumes that anytime someone gets hit with a car, 
he gets a blank check. So he just goes around hitting. <laughs> so are you people. saying he's like an injury lawyer? Yeah, like he's an ambulance <laughs> chaser. Like, I don't, but I don't instead, think that makes sense because no one has checks anymore. You're like, hey, I need one but, of them blank no, but checks. That's the and the thing guy's like, is, I like, got a starter if, one when I started this bank account, but I immediately threw it away. But that's the thing is like, what if, what if he just grew up his whole life so rich because of that check? Like, you know, nobody ever took the money from no, him. Let's that just happened. say that. He took it away. Okay. It's part of the film. It's canon. Okay. Okay. But I'm just saying, all right, what if his parents leave him millions of dollars? Okay. Let's just go with that. But so he gets this brilliant idea as he's starting to run out of money that he's just going to hit No, people. he needs to get hit. So maybe he's on the okay. hoverboard and he gets hit. Okay. That's, and yeah. then the hoverboard explodes and dismembers him and he learns a valuable lesson about fraud. <laughs> <laughs> I think that warrants a 30 second pitch. <laughs> I, I think that's great. Go to All right, second pitch. pitch. Everything I just said, like one one second ago. <laughs> think about the reward and being dismembered. That's a pretty good one, right? Okay, then. Yeah. I think so. Four out of ten. Anyway, you just four out of ten. Okay. <laughs> well, you guys are awesome. Thank you for listening. Uh, you can rate and subscribe on iTunes. Uh, we're on Stitcher, and uh, tune in and. We just love you guys. Hey guys, um, I, I think earlier on social media and stuff, we kind of mentioned that we had some uh, some big news coming, and uh, it's here. You probably already noticed that we have some ads and stuff in our shows now, and uh, we actually talked about Loot Crate this episode. So we joined a network, in a sense, uh, it's called Blog Talk Radio. They actually approached us. It's really cool. They're they're really great people. Amy and Jay are so awesome. So really really they joined us (laughs) but anyway so we we have advertisements now throughout the episode and and the reason that is is we we've been offered this awesome opportunity to host our podcast for free and to have better podcasts because we've got more space now we've got a limited space so we can put higher quality podcasts out for you guys not to mention we could put more so we have more opportunities for bonus episodes and so we we really hope you'll stick with us in this transition and i just think i think honestly like for you guys like this is just a great benefit because that gives us the opportunity just to keep making movies and just to keep doing this for fun and, and have no stress on us. So don't mind the ads. It's just a, a way for us to keep doing our thing and for you guys to keep doing yours. So anyway, if you guys have any questions, you can hit us up on Twitter or Facebook. Um, we'd be glad to answer any of those. If you have any technical issues, please let us know. This is a new thing we're doing and the transition here. It's important that we still put out a good product for you guys. So we really definitely you know, want to know what you guys think and what we can do better. Hey, guys, if you, if you have any movies you want to send to us, uh, mm-hmm. movies at unpitchablepodcast.com. Send those in. Uh, we're getting ready to do a couple more user submissions soon. Yeah, probably so. here in the next episode or, or so. Uh, and I think that's it, everybody. I'm Tim Catania. I'm Nick Kagan. And I'm David Johnson. Pitch your dad square on the lips. <laughs> <laughs>
amateur. My cat was in here earlier before you guys got on okay, the call, good. and he was like smacking pen a pen on the floor. It was super loud and picking up on the mic, and I was like, "This is exactly what I need for the podcast." <laughs> what is up, my unpitchers? This is Unpitchable, a podcast about fake movies. We're in a good spot for me to go. Okay, wait. Okay, we're good. My kid flopped over again. <laughs> hold, hold on, thirty seconds. Let me turn the volume up on this. You guys are gonna hear my kid, baby. Nope. All right. Sorry. Let's go on. <laughs> okay. Getting late. G- give me two seconds. Yeah. Okay. Oh, unacceptable. The dog slipped in. Okay. Punch oh, that. God, David, your ninja dogs. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome, Unpitchians. This is the Unpitchable Podcast, a movie podcast. <laughs> Dang it, David. Hey, David. I just want you to know that right now I'm wearing pantyhose over my face because I couldn't afford a pop filter. <laughs> I want that to be true. <laughs> uh, no.